This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, this is Brandon Pham here. Be sure to check out our proud partners, LV and Polycount for awesome articles and work in progress threads. Most notably, you can check out How to Master Heart Surface for Game Environments, where Josh Dina from Digital Extremes talk about his work on game environments and materials for Warframe. Also, if you're having trouble learning how to bake and retopologize, check out the guide on retopologizing and baking complicated shapes, where you can see how Daniel Evan Rees deals with complex models. Again, if you want to support our podcast you can check out our patreon at patreon.com forward slash game dev unchained we live off of your donations if you enjoy the podcast if you want to show support any at all it really helps us a great deal if you want a little bit more than the usual be sure to join us in our discord channel available on our main website, www.gamedevunchained.com, to chat with other listeners. All right, let's get to the episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're trying it a little different this week. Uh, this is Game Dev Unchained, the podcast, and we're going back to the video to see how this works for us. This is Larry Charles, the golden voice, one half of the team. You know, I couldn't do it alone, and I can't lie and act like Brandon Fam isn't here with us this week because clearly you can see him right in front of me. So, Brandon, would you like to introduce yourself and introduce the podcast topic? Well, you guys know who I am. This is Brandon Fam. Welcome to this week's episode. Well, this is coming in an emergency type of setting net neutrality is a hot topic again once a year it seems like for the past three four years it seems to me that they're trying to slip a fast one around this time and uh try to uh you know imprison our internet in some way so to to walk anybody new through it uh basically net neutrality was actually something that was uh signed into the fcc or not signed into the FCC, but it's something adopted. And I think it was an Obama regulation. I think 2015 was when it actually went into like mandate law that internet service providers are not allowed to have any sort of biasing towards internet data transfers. They can't block competing websites like Comcast can't tell you not to go to a Time Warner site. If you have Comcast, Uh, they can't judge you or charge you more or break up your stream data because you're watching Netflix too much or anything like that. Any data that goes up or comes down is treated like any other data that goes up or comes down. Now, here, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to comment. It, to me, whenever I think about net neutrality or what they're trying to do is trying to kind of just yeah. do what they're doing with television, right? You, you know, certain channels like HBO and Showtime becomes a special price for you to get the thing. You get maybe your national television uh, channels. And on top of that, you get your Disney and all this stuff. So basically, they're trying to like section off certain parts uh, as you can imagine. And 
I think the more like modern or relative way to think about it as well as your how your phone is pretty much being charged by the gigs, right? So you have your two gig plan, you got your four gig plan, you got six gig plan, you know, uh, given, you know, they don't go the extra step of like uh, charging you by the website. But with this coming, uh, it, it will give you that type of uh, restriction, right? Uh, ultimately, they have that type of control to either say hey you can uh for twitch or on youtube you know you have to pay an extra ten dollars a month for access which is the greatest fear that everyone is uh afraid of at least in our community right yeah so the way that i look at it is i don't like the a la carte packages especially when it comes to the internet i think the internet itself is the tool it is the package and my availability or access to any sort of information uh online should be you know unrestricted now if i choose to look up soap opera information if i choose to stream netflix if i choose to you know play a game all that I worry about is that I agree to pay you guys $50 a month for, you know, 300 megabits per second internet speed. Uh, so it shouldn't, as long as I'm, you know, getting somewhat around there, like an average, like of let's say 270, which everyone knows is BS, but like, you know what I mean? Like that's all that should matter is that like you're providing an opportunity for me to have access to the internet and it should not go any further than that. And the problem is, is like you said, once they start talking about all the cart stuff, it's like, oh, you're going to pay $59.99 for internet and we're going to let you see everything that you want. Yeah, but like they can there's no restrictions on them throttling your speed from day one. Uh, like we said, kind of in the lead in is like if you're using Time Warner, you know, they can prevent you from accessing any websites that have anything to do with their competitors, especially if that competitor would likely be selling you something. Right. Like if you're going to another Internet service provider or if you're going to look up uh, YouTube TV. Right. They could just flat out block your access to that website because YouTube TV is clearly a competitor to their cable packaging. Or if they allow it, they can bump your bit rate down so low that it makes the service almost, you know, unenjoyable. So you'll say, oh, YouTube TV sucks. I'm going to go buy, you know, comcast cable package or time warner table package because i never it get interruptions the speed is always fast so that's one of the things that i worry about and the second thing that i worry about just in general and this actually is not necessarily game development related but it is important to say i'm worried about the control of information right we've already seen what happens when quote unquote external governments put their hands into facebook advertising and get people to believe x versus y Right. Like we, we're still trying to dig to the bottom of all the Russian collusion. And did they buy Facebook ads? Did they promote and incite violent events between, you know, two different uh, speech groups, uh, freedom of speech groups? Is, I'll just leave it at that. I don't even want to get too political. But now think right. about it like this. You're giving companies the right to dictate who gets access to what. So therefore, imagine CNN, quote unquote, as Donald Trump says, fake news being the only place that you can go to to get news, that your access to other sites will be blocked, either because you didn't pay for it or because they're throttling your connection or just flat out preventing you from receiving it. So now information control becomes a problem. Who's going to tell me the truth if I don't have access to seeing Huffington Post, if I don't have access to seeing, you know, some of my favorite blogs or some of these like, you know, I, I don't even want to say bipartisan, but completely independent news sources. You know what I mean? 
that's a scary future for me because I already see how easy it is to impression people on the internet today. You can just pick a picture, put some text on it, and people will believe it. You know what I mean? You know how many times I saw Morgan Freeman die? Yeah, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, the obvious step, if this does go through, would be trying to model our home internet service to more like our mobile service, right? which is uh, paying by the gigs and um, the game industry and the gaming culture right now, we're mostly reliant on, you know, we're seeing the move from single player, the multiplayer games, I'm not saying single player is going to be dead forever, but there's a lot of multiplayer games that are being pumped out every year. That alone is going to suck up your internet. <laughs> if you ever have checked, right. You just being online all the time. You, and that that's not even a, a a second thought when you're at home. You're not you're not constantly worried about if you're gonna run out of internet space, right? Uh, when you're at home, you're browsing. Either you're playing games and think about Twitch. Like I I'm actually surprised that Amazon doesn't play a a bigger role or any of those live services have a bigger voice. I mean, generally people out there, uh, the bigger companies, you know, it's it's kind of like. Um, you're in disfavor if you support net neutrality or are against it, right? Um, so, without them being outright saying it, they're at the same time kind of holding back, I feel, right? Like, I would feel like Amazon at the very most would be out there championing net neutrality, which they probably are, but you don't see them kind of being in the front lines like fighting yeah. this hardcore, right? Because it's, their Twitch service would be completely gone. Like the whole thing about live streaming, like yeah. we are doing it right now, is that yeah. there's a lead way. Like it takes a while to build a, yeah. a, a live viewing, right? The longer you're on, the more people will tune in. But if you're limited by your amount of internet service, uh, how successful can you be in a live type of model? It's, it's going to be difficult because right now, as long as people have internet, they have access to your content, right? Like anyone can go to Twitch, but now they're segmenting the audience, right? Like if people didn't buy the Twitch package that include, you know, for five ninety nine a month, you get Twitch and, you know, uh, beam and like YouTube live or all these other platforms. If you pay that extra five ninety nine a month, well, what if people decide they don't want to pay, right? How many of those Twitch people are now not able to follow their favorite, you know, streamers anymore? That's one part of it. If people are already on YouTube playing games and doing Let's Plays and doing game reviews, and they're already complaining about their views going down and them not seeing the same type of revenue, can you even imagine, you know what I mean, what's going to be like when like one-tenth of the audience has decided that they don't want to pay for the video streaming package? It's, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult for this to... It seems like every year it's kind of like they're kind of trying to wear down the community on net neutrality, right? It's, it's kind of like they're kind of waiting on everyone to uh, just be stuffed over Thanksgiving and go into a food coma and kind of just like not pay attention enough mm-hmm. for them to pass this, right? Um, thankfully, we have a lot of people out there our friends you know even on facebook or whatever are are like openly just 
doing what we can as a community to keep fighting this because we're on the internet all the time and it affects everybody essentially i don't think anybody wants to uh if at least on the consumer side wants to restrict internet right it, it really for them to try to pull a fast one but at the same time i do feel like it's kind of scary where it could be one of these years where we're not paying attention enough that they could kind of get this through um in a fragmented kind of way at least right like they they win a little every time um i know personally like i was kind of affected with this i i got hit with the bill so i'm on cox and uh southern california it's a popular internet service it's also a cable service i got i got um like i, I would say a few months ago where um uh, i got a letter from cox saying that hey uh you know 96 percent of our customers don't go over uh, i forgot how much but one <laughs> you know where i'm going don't go over one terabyte worth of data transfer. Uh, yeah. internet usage yeah yeah data transfer right you are one of the four <laughs> percent and we're just putting and we're just putting it is out there so if you start you know consistently doing this we're gonna have to start charging you extra which is the first time I've ever received mm-hmm. such a letter, right? And I have to say, it's it's like I mentioned before, some kind of fragmented mm-hmm. approach for these internet companies to kind of yeah. get us. Yeah, like what does right? that really mean when they say, hey, sign up for internet access, we're going to give you 300 megabits per second or 400 megabits per second or whatever speed you can afford. Is there a small print that we just overlooked that says up to one terabyte of data transfer and then speeds will be throttled? I know mobile phone companies kind of do that, but I actually never even look to see if Internet companies do that. And I think it's bullshit if they do. You know what I mean? Like, no, look, give me 24 hour access. I don't care if I'm just downloading for the sake of downloading. I want to make sure that I get and maintain the speed that you advertise point blank period. If I'm in the 4%, that means that 96% of the people who are on the service aren't getting their money's worth as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I would say this, though. Comcast uh, got in trouble for that a couple years ago in the Bay Area. They were throttling internet um, in certain uh, Mm. spots. So there was a whole lawsuit with that. Comcast, if you guys haven't been in the Bay Area, kind of owns the Bay Area in terms of the internet service. There's really no other choice up there. Um, so it's one of those it's one of those things that can be scary, right? There's if you really think about it, of all the internet service, there's not much. There's not that many choices, especially uh, if you live live in a certain area. They kind of own a monopoly in your neighborhood and your neighboring neighborhoods. And uh, from at least living in California, both Southern and Northern, uh, that has been the case. Like if you want to go and live down here in my own situation, right? Um, If you're lucky, like I prefer Verizon, but that was only available in certain areas of the places I live. Right now I'm uh, where I live, you know, Cox is uh, popular. AT&T is trying Right. Uh, of everywhere I've lived, ATT is always trying. Uh, <laughs> as an example, I was up there in Northern California and, you know, I was sick of Comcast kind of monopolizing the whole 
deal up there uh with mm-hmm. what you know what they do which is uh they, they sign you up on a special a deal uh for yeah for 12 months and then like the 13 mm-hmm. 14 month they double it uh, hoping you don't notice and you got to call in and it's like you know they got in trouble mm-hmm. with the whole cancellation a few years back because they they yeah. would make you jump through hoops just to yeah. cancel your your bills um so i was sick of that of, of playing uh that game every 13th month to try to get them to lower the bill. Um, so I, yeah, like I was Comcast adamant, man. I would not I'm pay tired double. Of changing my voice. I'm tired of signing up for free offers. Yeah. I'm done. Just, yeah, I'm tired of excuses. I don't have any anymore. I just want cheaper internet. So I, I, for, for one month, right. For one month, I switched to AT&T. and it was like, they were still on DSL technology. They, they didn't have enough, uh, for the yeah. next leg up, right? They didn't have a cable networking. Mm-hmm. They only had DSL, and uh, and that was it. And then they had the highest tier, which is like maybe satellite or something. But I went DSL, <laughs> tried day. it for a day. And I was like, nope. <laughs> it was. I forgot how slow it was, right? You know, after you you have like 100 gigs data transfer uh per second or whatever i was gonna say 100, uh, 100 gigs meg. per second god damn. Uh, yeah 100 gigs you got yeah, some I, good I comcast excuses megs. if you're getting that well that's why that's why cox keep calling me and telling me to like stop um yeah after a day of that that was it but then i had to go back to comcast that, and i would have to imagine in mm. most part of the country that is the case and i'm talking about the united states especially um so for for internet companies, it's very easy for five of them, right? And you really, if you really break it down, it's it's really just like four or five different internet companies that are like championing this idea against net neutrality. They have every mm-hmm. reason to have uh, to win with that. Um, you know, it's not that hard. Why, with all the money they got and all the monopoly that. You know, uh, I, I feel like years from now they are slowly, uh, they're slowly mm. wearing us down, and that was that's the plan. Like they know for a fact, year one no good, year two when they reintroduce this, you know, a lot of backlash. Year three, year four, year five, you know, sooner or later, um, you know, we're gonna have to bend over backwards because they're they're attacking us from the mobile front too, right? The mobile companies are already getting us used to the idea of paying per gig, right? So there's got to be some kind of, all right, I'm going to the conspiracy world. I I won't dive too deep into it, but there's got to be some kind of conditioning that's happening here where, uh, because I've seen this argument too, like ironically in defense of, uh, being against net neutrality or 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 or, or whatever, I, I'm starting to see comments being like, "Oh, I'm fine with this. I don't know why people are having trouble thinking about this. this is pretty much how phone works, mm-hmm. right?" Where a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I did not see that comment at all. Like, pretty much everybody was, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" So here's so. this is the ideal scenario, right? If they're gonna take my internet bill and make it zero per month. Right. Or let's just say like two dollars a month for basic access or some BS. And then it's like, okay, now to have premium access to certain areas of the Internet, pay X. If everything that I wanted to do is less than what I used to pay, like indefinitely, 
then maybe some people will be like, okay, I can see the value in this, right? It, it, but that's not the angle that they're taking, right? They're, it's not being set up so that they can do that because why would you even care, right? Like why, why does it even matter where or how I'm accessing the internet if all data is data? It's, it's actually them who I believe is making a case that data isn't just data, you know, that there's, oh, well, you know, uh, well, there's a lot of bandwidth that we have to open up so that you can use YouTube. But if all you want is YouTube and you're going to let me just pay like $4 a month to just be able to YouTube, like some people may go for that. Right. But what I believe is going to happen is you're still going to have like, Hey, $30 a month for internet, just like cable. And then they're going to consider places like YouTube, like Hulu, like Netflix, like HBO style add-ons. So your basic cable bill is probably going to be higher than it used to be, right? To get all the stuff that you used to use for that same $50 a month unthrottled, well, at least up to one terabyte, <laughs> it's going to now cost you like $75 a yeah. month once you piecemeal all the stuff that they're going to throttle if you don't pay for you know what I mean? And and that's just the bullshit. It's like, it's not coming from the sense of let's break down how we let people access the internet to let them just pay for what they want. I know for a fact that you're still going to have to pay your basic cable fee. You're It's not going to be as competitive as you would like. And by the time you add on everything that you were going to use, you're going to be paying way more. The reason why I know that this is the case, because one, they wouldn't risk all this damaging public outcry and negative opinion right to make less money it's it's just as simple as that they they would not put themselves on the chopping block to be even more villainous to their customers if they didn't believe that they were going to increase their bottom line it's just point blank period right yeah i mean like the, the reason why we're talking about this is i i really do feel this whole ordeal affects the game development community uh, not just in a huge way, but I, I feel like the type of people that are playing games that are making games, like we, the same way we drive the graphics, uh, industry, like for them to keep upgrading graphics. I feel like our demographic uses the internet the most <laughs> for whatever reasons, good or bad. Uh, let's just stick it to games, right? The way we stream, uh, the way we make people download, pretty much mm -hmm. the disc uh now <laughs> and just make them buy empty discs uh i mean that, i mean look the way we're going in 4k where data is like way way bigger than yeah. ever before we're talking about 100 gigs yeah. which yeah we're talking about 100 gig download for ps4 mm -hmm. pro for xbox uh Dude. what's the new one called xbox one x yeah. yeah, Xbox One X. Like 100 gigs is... Uh, and those those boxes are shipped with one terabytes mm. at least now, right? And every game that you buy, if you want to play in 4K or appreciate the high-res textures, uh, it's it's required, like it or not, stream. to download yep. 100 gigs. Yeah, 100 gigs mm -hmm. of textures mm -hmm. to stream off your box. That's Brent, ridiculous. I, like, if you... If you, if you, if you, if you you know, put it on par to what mobile plans are. What's 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 two gigs nowadays? It's like fifteen bucks, mm -hmm. right? And then you add that. You just times that to a hundred gigs. Dude, I think you solved it. I, <laughs> you're you're gonna pay. No, you, yeah, you solved you it. I now know who's behind this. Clearly, this is the yeah. FCC and GameStop partnering to get people to go back to buying physical media. 
Yeah, that's it's genius. <laughs> it is genius, right? People are just going to stop with the internet. Yeah. It really is. It, it's going yeah, it's- backwards. Like if the, any of this goes by, it, it, every step or any restriction will be going backwards. There's no evolution in 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 any. Yeah, it's, of the- I, I don't. If if we were worried about sixty dollar games surviving before, like they are definitely going to be in trouble once people stop being able to just pre purchase digital download. You know, season pass. Forget it. I'm not going to GameStop four times. You know, to buy season pass stuff. If uh, I can't just download it straight to my box. And the reason why I would go to GameStop is to circumvent some BS, you know, additional $15, $20 charges for the amount of data that I'm streaming when I've already bought the game 60 bucks and I'm already paying for this additional data that I then need to pay for again. Right. Like it is going to be out of control. Now, again, this is speculative. We don't know the actual pricing. We don't know how exactly these rollouts are going to work, but simply for the fact that they're even planning to break up and charge for the use of internet and control our access to the use of internet. That's bullshit enough. You know what I mean? All the, all the revenue that these big publishers are bragging about seeing, Oh, digital sales are up you know, twice as much as last year, 46% of the money that we made came from digital sales and loot boxes and yada, yada, yada. You can forget it if people are going to get taxed additional money for playing and paying those games. Forget it. And I'm still not going to Walmart or GameStop to go buy these games. Like I'm too used to Amazon Prime today, having it come to me, then putting it in and then downloading additional content, right? Like if the... If downloading the additional content part is now going to start costing me more money, I think I'll be pretty much done with $60 games that are going to offer all this additional content. Yes, I'm saying it. I would rather just pay $8 for like a Steam game that's going to download real quick that's going to entertain me for like a week or two. You know what I mean? Right. But even then you'd be charged. Yeah, damn. (laughs) There's no escape. I mean, it stops our whole... brings us back to ps2 days i mean that's basically a maybe uh pubescent uh <laughs> ps3 days but that's pretty much where we're gonna be like uh the same way that i'm super cheap on using my uh my internet on on the phone right and unless i'm in wi-fi hotspots, like i'm gonna do the same with my my gaming and uh, and you flip that as a game developer, you know, how it decentivizes you to rely on multiplayer, right? Because your audience would be essentially cut down a huge percentage, right? I don't know how much, but our habits will be completely different. And when we're talking about live streaming, we're talking about uh, even recorded uh, viewing of, of gaming mm-hmm. sessions. The less play would completely be extra entertainment that only if a select hardcore people mm-hmm. maintain. But you know the the mass number of those viewings are from just general mm-hmm. audiences, right? So you're completely cutting that off as well. It, it affects us in a huge way. Maybe it would promote us mm-hmm. going outside more, right? <laughs> Maybe it is good for our health, maybe, you know? 
uh, otherwise we just go back to Blu-rays and DVDs. Maybe we just watch movies the old way back to VHS. I just, I'm telling you, it, it just hurts. Nothing us back. about this is good, man. <laughs> Only the billionaires are excited because they're like, yes, an yeah. additional revenue stream that exists that, you know what I mean? Like they're not doing additional work. They've already been providing us with internet access to these sites. Now they're just going to start breaking it apart and charging us for it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's the scariest part about it. And I'm going to reiterate it is information control, man. Like you, I don't want to be that guy in like independence day. Who's like, I've been saying it for 10 damn no, years. I've been saying it. Uh, I forget whatever. When he was talking about the aliens, old reference. Um, I don't want to be that guy that's just like start waving my cane around and explaining why this is bad and like why I'm so afraid of it. But it's just like, I don't see any benefit to anything that I enjoy about the internet right now. This is not better. This is not Mark Zuckerberg's internet satellite. That's going to beam free internet down to like Uganda or Kenya or whatever that project that was like four or five years ago that I haven't heard much about, but would love it if it actually exists and is going to do something. Mark Zuckerberg, give us the free internet satellite right over America and give a big middle finger to everybody who's voting in favor of net neutrality. Give us a free way to circumvent them being internet providers and just, you know, Hey, it's a space satellite, make a company called intergalactic internet. That is not, you know, an American based company, put it right over America, but outside of our fly zone. Cause it's in outer space and just give us that sweet, sweet satellite internet goodness. Yes. It's a far fetched idealistic idea, but we're going to get to that point where if this passes, Holy shit, man, like screw going outside. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, no, like what? What's the? What's? I don't know if you have the. I'm pretty sure you don't have the exact, uh, you know, um, real time results of what's happening with this thing. I mean, it, is this year? So I we, think it's. Are we doing better, or are we still in the same position as before? Like every year, we we kind of have to face. So this every couple so. of years, they will try. So I think we got protected from this in 2015, right? And now the repeal or proposal has been put together and it's going to get voted on as in like, and I hate to generalize and just say it, but for the fact that I don't want to go into super detail to break it down for the entire audience, I just want to kind of point it to the lowest common denominator so everyone can understand a bunch of old people who aren't super, you know what I mean? Like newspaper reading, politicians who start their day at like 6 45 and end their day at 3 p.m like pension funds and like all this stuff that the average man is probably not going to see in their lifetime anymore are going to vote Mm -hmm. on something that is going to affect the entirety of the united states and how they access and use and share information right Like, I don't know any politicians who play in any of my guilds. I don't know any politicians who stream YouTube comment, who stream Twitch comments or content. Uh, I know that they probably read a couple of blogs, right? But like, Mm -hmm. no one, the entire demographic is not represented in the voting committee is what I'm trying to say. Only a very similar and very select group. And I say very similar, even though it's bipartisan, I say, I would imagine, and yes, I am generalizing that the entirety of the group shares many class similarities, I'll just say, 
and they're going to make a decision for the entirety of the world where that group is actually an incredible minority. And they believe that for the better, we should piecemeal chop up internet and sell it, restrict access. All of that's fine. Of course I get it. AOL. You don't want people to go to yahoo.com. No problem. Of course, Comcast who owns all of the Bay area you only want people to go to sites that you're affiliated with. We get it 100%. That sounds right. You're providing them access. Why would you build a Coca-Cola display in your Pepsi store? It makes total sense. Like, no, the F it doesn't. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. The Like, the internet is a tool. It's something that we all depend on. The information age is now going back to like 1999 where if you wanted to look at a picture of a pinup girl you had to wait a whole 40 seconds for a jpeg to load <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going back to that sorry ladies sorry ladies well ladies. like I, I think the reference is valid <laughs> well i mean as you were talking about this you know i was curious uh if you know, have other countries already established the net neutrality rules? Like, have they already done it? And I, yeah. I pulled up a Newsweek article, and I'll give you guys the link later. So this was published in uh, Newsweek, uh, September 10th, mm. uh, 2014. So I guess net neutrality has been around for at least three years. It feels like that. Um, so what this is saying is I'll just kind of scan through this. Uh, all right. If the U.S. does adopt net neutrality, and I'm quoting here, it would be joining three other countries, Chile, Netherlands, and Brazil, that offer some hints of how it would work. Chile was the first one on the scene when it made net neutrality provisions to its uh, general telecommunications law in 2010. Uh, as well as some advocates are critical of Chile's blanket application of principle, scanning, scanning. Uh, Chile put an end to giving big companies zero rating access to their services. Widespread practice in developing countries, zero rating refers to large companies like Facebook being able to make deals with mobile operators to offer the most basic version of their service without charging customers for data use. The details of these deals are unclear, but big companies may pay mobile operators for the privilege. So there, there you go, right? That One of the main concern is like they're restricting it and, you know, they're making deals with mm. bigger corporations to give them... Uh, give their users access to mm. it's giving them an advantage right that alone you're already you're ready you know mm. the big guys are going to win right the one that has yeah. the big bucks are the ones that are going to be yep. able to give information and filter it through the these internet channels right um so that's chilly and i'm kind of looking through this mobile penetration is very low all right, so zero rating may be giving company, big companies an advantage by exposing more people to their services. Net neutrality advocates claim that practice goes against mm -hmm. open internet principles, giving an equal opportunity to access mobile internet penetration. is very low in Chile. Only 24% have mobile broadband subscriptions. By blocking data-free access, prevents citizens from fully experiencing the usefulness of mobile internet and restriction from view previewing before purchasing. So here, here's the best way to sum it up, in my opinion. Have you ever been on an airplane mm -hmm. and like, yo, I want to use the internet, and you load it up. What is the first thing you see? Hey, mm -hmm. $9.99 for the next eight hours of internet, right? Like, this will cover your flight there and maybe a little bit of a layover. When you hop on that flight back home, it's yeah. another $9.99 to use the internet. There's no avoiding it. You are screwed. You either pay for this or you got nothing. 
like there's there's no alternatives there's no competition there's no like i'm not going to use delta wi-fi i'm going to use some other wi-fi like no you're on a plane in the middle of the air all you got is delta wi-fi it's going to be that experience but everywhere right you know when delta started charging for the snacks and charging for the like cokes yeah remember how (laughs) pissed off people were (laughs) that is coming yeah (laughs) it's on the way I pretty much, yeah, when I see that message of, like, pay this much for internet on the plane, I look at my monitor on my seat right there, and I'm like, oh, I guess rush hour is <laughs> on. I mean, that's exactly what people are going to do. They're not going to be as reliant on the internet, right? I mean, the default would be yeah. physical media or uh, or uh, digital media, but, like, uh, uh, you All know, the digital that, media. that's um, yeah. not... Yeah, it's on your digital media um, recorder or whatever. I don't even know what it's called anymore. I don't even use DVDs anymore or Blu-ray players. <laughs> All these players that have these functions. Now you are you definitely need a physical hard drive uh, to, to store but these let's, things. But so let's, now let's take home. exactly where we are and start applying these concepts back into gaming, right? Uh, no disrespect to EA, but I'm going to call you out because you make these kind of deals. Remember when EA was like, yo, NFL, we want to be the only people that makes football, so sell us an exclusive license. Now, it wasn't illegal, and anyone at EA will say that's great business, but they completely eliminated the competition, and the competition between themselves and the 2K game developers was actually making great football games for fans at the time. Right. Like because they had to try to outsell each other, the customers were like, fuck, yeah, this is great. Right. Now it's going to be like mm-hmm. EA will be like, hey, Comcast, we want to be the only one who's allowed to, you know, sell video games digitally. We have enough money to just offer you like a billion dollar deal. And Comcast will be like, yeah, damn, EA, no one else tried to offer us any money. You are completely free mm-hmm. to be the only game streaming service that works with Comcast Internet. So now Comcast, and this is all hypothetical, by the way. Let me just <laughs> let me just say that again. But who knows, right? Like they could say, "Cool, we now signed another monopoly deal where if you have Comcast Internet, the only games that you or the sites that you have access to see or download games from is from us, and Comcast will block any other company because it creates tension in the partnership that we have." Right. And we gave them a ton of money and they're going to do it. That's what net repealing net neutrality will allow. I'm not saying that that exact scenario will happen, but why should we even be in a position where we have to consider something like that? Right. And EA will be like, hey, well, you know, if you want to play other companies games like Activision, then just don't use Comcast. So what do all those people in the Bay Area are going to do? Right when they're basically pigeon held into being forced into using Comcast, or the people in Southern California who are forced into using Time Warner because they only live in an apartment complex that has an exclusive internet provisional deal with that single provider. Screwed. Mm-hmm. The internet, yeah, the the internet is, is so big, man. It's like the biggest thing ever, and as soon as you try to put restriction on something that big Mm -hmm. it doesn't work like there's not enough people in the world Mm -hmm. to regulate it right and that's the thing who's going to be with the watchers of this uh, to make sure and like every day there seems to be a huge internet company that just blossom out of somewhere out of silicon valley right and what and you're going to start you know regulating all the little startups uh, until it gets big to the point where there's someone always looking out for something new to because 
like we're an evolving platform, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about games in particular. Uh, every three, four years, we have some type of innovation. Like, how how are you going to set the rules to restrict something like that and and make it relevant? Right, you're always going to be behind. <laughs> I, I just don't see it. How how would it how would it work? How do you put rules on Nothing something good. like that? It's, it's not. Like that's West. the thing is like, I hate to even say. say that it's rules. It's just requirements. It's dictatorship. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and I know rules and requirements are synonymous, yeah. but it, what I'm really trying to say is that it's like, no, it's not even like regulations. It's demands. <laughs> like you're either going to yeah. pay us money or pay us money. You have, you, we know that you need the internet. You know, we know how addicted that American citizens are to the internet. Therefore, we have found a way to increase our revenues as billionaires by making you pay eh, eight, nine, 10, 11 more dollars for internet. And we know you're going to do it because you love your PewDiePie. You love your Dr. Disrespect. You know, you, you love your Hulu, Netflix, Orange is the New Black, all those shows. Shout out to all the great shows that I pay for for the same amount every month. Right? I'm like, we know you're going to do it. So go ahead, pull down the pants, lube up, bend over, and close your eyes. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm seriously would cut off internet like in a healthy way. I do think it would be beneficial where I'm not so mm-hmm. reliant on it. It would suck, but the biggest thing I think to everyone mm-hmm. is like having that choice, right? Uh, if you take the choice away, you know, I look the other way completely. I don't. I try not to like get suckered into this and get bullied into this uh, this horrible deal. It benefits no users out there whatsoever. Um, and it's kind of insulting that they're not really trying to <laughs> butter it up for us. You know, yeah, yeah, no, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, we're, we're it's like straight up. We're going to cut off your Internet, man. It's like, well, can you try a little harder? Like try <laughs> to trick me into thinking that this is it's like a straight up. Yeah. Hey, we're going to they- restrict. The shit that you've been I will, before I get into agreeing with that, I'm going to say our last hope is hoping that the vote fails and that we're saved for another couple of years until, you know, somebody else puts it on the docket with a different reason why it exists. But what I will say is this, if there's anything that I've seen in the last, let's just say, 365 days is that the media gives less and less of a shit and the government gives less and less of a shit about the truth and about what we're going to do knowing the truth. You know how many times press secretaries have looked the camera dead in the face and just told a bold-faced lie and been like, that's what it is? Alternative facts. Don't give a shit. Okay, no more questions. Thank you very much. Like We've been hit with bullshit over and over and over and over this year. And I'm not even saying an individual political party or a single president or yada, yada. I'm simply saying that in total, the American citizens had to withstand more bullshit in the last 365 days than any time that I can think of personally where I was cognizant of how much bullshit that Americans had to deal with. I'm just going to say it like that. I'm only going to say it from my perspective and I'm not going to say of all American history. I'm simply going to say, I'm noticing now that they are just bold about how easily they, and how confidently we can be lied to told incorrect information and feel like there's no consequences or ramifications for it. 
We're seeing it in business. We're seeing it in politics. We're seeing it in personal relationships from people to people simply because they do represent two different parties. Like, oh, you believe that, you know, this political thing needs attention? Well, I don't affiliate, so I could give a shit, right? Like, we're so busy fighting over all this dumb stuff right now that, like, it's... I don't even I can't even put together a complete conscious thought right now because it's actually something I've been infuriated about for a while. But we're so divided as a people that it's like they're just pulling the money right out of our pockets and there's nothing we can do. Nobody is fighting together. Nobody is moving together, marching together, trying to make any change as American people because all the American people are divided trying to figure out why the shit that's going on, whose fault it is. We're more worried about convincing mm-hmm. other people that it's their fault than all of us realizing that it's bullshit and trying to do something about it. All right. Well, speaking of bullshit, <laughs> uh, in the background, I'm kind of looking up at, you know, trying to flip the script a bit of what the arguments on the other side is, right? Why net neutrality is is a, is a good thing. Um, so... This this is a random article. What's the source? Gonna read let me know, please uh, let me know the political affiliation I, of the source. The Washington Examiner. All right, right? go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I have to read this, right? I have to see and peel back this these layers of bullshit because it's entertaining to see what the other side is talking about, right? So net neutrality regulation also effect. I'm quoting: effectively outlaws competing business models, which are good for customers mm-hmm. and the economy as a whole. Competing business models allow experimentation, and this leads to provide serving customers better by meeting their needs more precisely. Mm, Competitors are good, right? Consider the possibility of internet fast lanes. As telemedicine becomes an increasingly important part of healthcare, wouldn't you want your surgeon to be able to buy access to an express lane in which a network was allowed to grant privilege? I love how they always go... Your doctors, right? Yeah, your health. Like, wouldn't you want to, like, live... Than, uh, than other reasons that everyone's using the internet for. Uh, privilege to certain data over others. That is, AT&T should be allowed to provide a service in which data bytes uh, flowing between an operating room and a surgeon take precedence over bytes of 100 dudes Googling to find out whether Jennifer Lawrence is pregnant. Oh I love how they target this to old people, to, to, to people who don't understand yeah. what internet and how it works is like when when did you ever hiccup at home <laughs> at any point when, when has anyone ever been on like the operating an table and the doctor said oh shit my yeah. scalpel lost wi-fi yeah yeah but i can't cut <laughs> my skype all right working i want to save you i know you went flatline but my defibrillators can't check into facebook so therefore you're screwed hurts. why is my doctor on facebook <laughs> <laughs> Why is he going Facebook messaging right now? Uh, I need to. This is so dumb. Yeah, there, there really is no. If this, if the Washington Examiner, and that's the best reasoning, right? You know, this guy was spitting hard before he wrote this, and this is the best thing. We he need came to up make with, sure right? that there's fast lanes so that <laughs> patients on tables yeah. can get high prioritized, or doctors in the operating rooms have prioritized internet access over count. 20 dudes googling <laughs> yeah, 20, 20 dudes, dudes is enough killing his internet <laughs> oh my god you have no idea how it works what a dumb that's a hard article you know at some point right if, if uh, you know when you're working for for mm-hmm. a place like this right you you kind of have to slowly kill yourself off <laughs> 
for you to be able to write this, right? That's insane, man. And th- and that's to me like unanimously everybody who uses the internet who's a consumer mm-hmm. agrees. And even with uh, you know when I see that there there's mm-hmm. people for this, right? The, it's not like a major company. Or anything, right? It's either the internet service, but even then, you don't really see Comcast really mm-hmm. loves this idea, right? Because they don't, they don't even put themselves out there to mm-hmm. be behind this. Because you know, unless all five of them or all six of the internet companies come together and say, "Oh, we're all for this," well, right? I, I can't still, imagine that the, the very same reason. Yeah, their competition would would win. Right. As soon as Comcast says, oh, we're for this and we're we're doing everything we can to support this, like publicly, yeah. right? Secretly they are. But publicly, if they do that, people are going to go to AT&T or Cox or anything here's else. Here's the thing, you know? right? If you were to go to the Chicago Bulls and say, hey, do you guys want to win the NBA championship this year? What are they going to say? Yes. If you were to go to the Seattle fuck uh seahawks and ask them do you want to win the championship this year they're going to say yes if you go to the golden state warriors they're going to say yes now if you ask them all at the same time does everyone want to raise <laughs> they're all going to say yes <laughs> and that's the thing like the competition yeah. will still exist but there's an opportunity for them right now to all get paid more money is what I'm saying. They're still going to say my YouTube package exactly. is $4 a month, whereas everyone else is selling it for $6 a month. But one of those other places will say, yeah, but my HBO, Hulu, Netflix package is cheaper than yours or yada, yada, yada. But all of them have increased their bottom line because they've now a la carte offered these services. And what kills me is like, are we just simply talking about fast lane access and there's no restrictions? Like, if it was, hey, mm-hmm. we just want to be able to provide faster access to certain places, hmm, that's one thing. But if it's if it's like, hey, we're actually going to start restricting your access, like the internet as you know it, as you currently pay and currently expect to be able to access these places, if that is going to change, and then they're going to like hold that experience like a carrot on a string over your face. Come on, you know what I mean? Like that, and that's what I think is coming our way. It's not that we're being offered an opportunity to um to experience internet faster and pay more money. It's what is currently expected is now going to be considered the faster, is what I'm saying. And like we're gonna have some sort of low bandwidth throttle experience, and that's going to be that's what I believe is going to be like the baseline. Um, so yeah, I mean universally. Universal, everyone disapproves. Universally, it sucks, right? Um, I really do think there's a huge conspiracy. The way they're doing it is they're kind of chipping away, right? They they make new provisions. They've been going at it for the last mm-hmm. five years, and, and they're kind of waiting for the time and the new generation to kind of adjust to the mobile uh, way of uh, mm-hmm. serving the internet, and they're just waiting for like a like a like a middle ground where we're somewhat like just being okay with paying yeah. mm-hmm. per gigs and then uh and then like them you know making provisions just enough where we agree with the restrictions and fast lane well i mean what <laughs> the fast lane thing is is dumb to me like i've, I've never gone on to a website and like it's such a fraction of a difference 
where it's not noticeable, at least to me, where I feel like, oh my God, Google loads the page so much faster than, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this, it's not even a thought. And for them to, to kind of throw it out there and try to make it a thing. about Netflix, right? And I'm only, again, going to talk about myself, but every place that I've gone to recently to watch Netflix, when I click the button for the movie, maybe three seconds, it's like doing the, like loading the quality. And then after three seconds, it's like perfect quality for the rest of the, you know, the rest of the film. If you mean to tell me mm-hmm. that I can get faster than that, right? Like, okay, cool. So what what are we talking here? I'm going to pay $8 a month to not see that initial three seconds. Really? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's more so that you're going to see the opposite of that. What you're going to see is if you're not paying for the Netflix package and you try to Netflix, it's going to be like when YouTube only had 480p and you're watching like the grainy, like, square pixelated video content sure it's running at 30 frames per second but the image quality is going to be terrible and they're going to be like you can fix this for nine dollars a month sir just get the netflix hulu crackle whatever hbo go package where all of these video streaming service sites will be given a priority lane and you say well what's the priority lane and they're going to say well it's going to work just like it did before we voted on the freaking net neutrality repeal Mm mm-hmm like is there is there they're not even using like celebrities or anything to kind of make this appealing to anyone right i mean it's it's literally they they just try to sneak it in and then if anything we're the one that make make it loud right because we want to want people to vote against it or be aware of what's going on and and that's it it seems like that's been the case for the last 5 years where around december I see my friend posting about it. I, I start seeing a lot of activity on Facebook because, you know, Facebook themselves and and soft and like internet companies like Facebook, you know, would be against this because yeah. it hurts their business. Like Netflix, especially what was that percentage or, or data that was shown like a, a few years ago where Netflix was like, like a huge percentage of internet usage in the United States. Oh, it was right? just Netflix. So they yeah. have everything. Yeah, uh, in terms like, of using over to the internet, which is like, like huge compliment. Yeah. To Netflix. <laughs> well, I mean, they have story, <laughs> they have good quality. So, yeah, I mean, companies like them, of course, would fight against this for for every reason that you would think. And so, how are you going to win the and beat the internet when the internet is kind of like? doing their best to fight against it, you know, and they have all the social channels. It's only, I'm telling you, kind of voice these, only the cable providers win. And I, I don't see any other outcome and I'm too, I'm not naive, right? Like I don't believe that the people who have been trying to figure out how to charge us more for internet, the whole time that the internet has existed, that like, when I look at other company, other countries who, if I was walking down the street to a Starbucks in Korea, I would have internet the whole way. And all of that internet would be faster than anything that we could do in America, you know, par or excluding like Google fiber, you know what I mean? Like they have the Korean version of Google fiber already in Korea, like little kids hopping on the net with their iPhone for free, right? Getting this great internet, going to Japan, have awesome internet, come to America. DSL is the best we got, Brandon. So (laughs) it's either you DSL or you GTFO. Well, something's going on here, right? I I read from 2014, maybe net neutrality 
uh, there are more countries adopting it, right, mm-hmm. since 2014. Uh, but the countries that we've named are not first world mm-hmm. countries. And for some reason, the United States is part of that conversation, right? You're not seeing anywhere else having that type of restriction. Like, I, I don't see Japan or or any of these countries that you've named that have amazing internet uh, even bringing this up as a topic. And like, why, why are we in the conversation with... They still care about their countries? people as citizens and not as opportunities. <laughs> but that just is so ridiculous, right? Uh, for them to think that they can skip a lot of these steps... To kind of just try to, it just feels lazy, right? The campaign <laughs> to make this work, it just feels lazy. And I, I if anything, like I feel more insulted <laughs> well, than because yeah, think about you know it again, mean? man. Who's who's voting for it? Are you in the FCC? A- am I in the FCC? Anyone yeah. listening to this podcast in the FCC? Likely not. We are not going to be the ones that bang the gavel and say pass fail. We're not. We're not maybe that's why maybe they don't exactly they, just, they know so that, it, yeah. it doesn't matter they can they can tell us yo this is what we're going to do we're going to vote on it and even the vote is just protocol right like we've already seen rigged election yeah. systems we've already seen how dirty it gets when it comes to money in this country let's just be real and like i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i'm not gonna call i'm not gonna commit career suicide and name names and point fingers but i feel confident enough to say mm-hmm. We've all seen how dirty it gets when money is involved, especially the amount of money that is on the table when it comes to throttling the internet and requiring people to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else to. <laughs> well, I mean, what what? Let's take it to the the question. Is there any questions out there or opinions that we're seeing on our? live page i don't have it up but. yeah so we've been uh, getting a lot of support uh, we have wow 23 people are watching right now that's actually pretty dope so shout out to each and every one of you guys who stayed up at midnight to just watch us rant and complain about why we think the fcc should not repeal net neutrality um so you guys are awesome thank you and if you've shared it commented given us a thumbs up or like awesome it's great uh, but yeah, Evan actually went ham in the first half of the episode. He asked a couple of questions. Let me see if I can pull one out for you. Uh, do you think that uh, yeah, DLC Evan will come with a price package in for internet? Episode, yeah. <laughs> so like if you buy the gaming performance package, right, which is going to give you like, let's say streaming access, he's essentially asking, I believe is will Comcast ever say, Hey, if you pay this extra $4 a month, you will get priority internet lane for downloading your DLC content for your games. Mm-hmm. Uh, my answer to that personally is I believe if I was Comcast and I hate to even put myself in the shoes of someone who's going to take advantage of what is going to be voted on. And I, I'm just going to do it because it, it'll be great conversation. I would align myself to say that, like, I know that gaming and Netflix streaming is going to require a significant amount of bandwidth constantly. Like, lag will kill your gaming. You will hate playing any Twitch-based Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, Dota, if you click and you have to wait longer than almost immediately <laughs> to see the input be reflected in the game space, you will have a bad time. You will get killed. It will be frustrating. They are going to try to capitalize on those people who play those instant Twitch, like need to update as soon as I hit the button games. You will have to pay extra. Like that's just going to happen. 
by extra, they're going to say they're going to call it a priority lane. But you're going to say two years ago, this was my same Internet. That's just that's what I see. So I don't see a DLC package, but I do see a like, hey, here's a priority lane for if you're playing something that requires like instant feedback, instant gratification kind of or excuse me, instant result gameplay. Now playing a turn-based strategy, uh, you can give a shit. You're playing some Civ with your friend. You put your thing. You make your choice. It doesn't matter if it goes in right, right away or a slight delay. But you're playing Street Fighter. You're playing Overwatch. You're playing Lawbreakers. uh, You need to know that when you hit that button, you got that headshot. It ruins your experience if you don't have that. So I can see them charging for prioritized fast lane game streaming and, you know, game network connectivity. But the actual download rate, I don't know. I think that's give or take because if I know that's going to take four hours or six hours, to me, that's the same amount of time because I'm going to be away from my Xbox while it's downloading that shit anyway. So... Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, we, we were talking about a little bit before how downloading games mm-hmm. is kind of like the norm now, even yeah. like disc-based games. But what, above 95% of indie games yeah. are downloadable? That's the whole market you're pretty much killing off um, or very being very selective of what you download. Because imagine your phone, right? Your phone, you have a certain amount of data. People are running to Wi-Fi hotspots mm-hmm. to download games, right? You're not really downing on your data or wasting any of your data for that. But now that your Wi-Fi hotspots are being charged the same way, like you're yeah. you're gonna think twice of what games you download on top of. Buying. And here comes GameStop with the free uh, Wi-Fi for downloading. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> some some companies will float yeah. up to the top with this crisis, but uh, it's just we're too data reliant, man, to have restrictions like this. Like it it would hurt our industry, um, and as developers we would really think twice about having more downloadable content. Uh, Like it'll take us years to gather data enough to kind of weigh the, the, the benefits and the cons. And, and we got to think our business differently too. So really good question that just came in. Uh, and we'll just say this will be the last one because we're already at one hour and we usually stop at an hour. It says from uh, Mr. Ian George McDonald, why do you think more big companies aren't pushing back against this? What's your take? You go first, and then I'll give mine. Uh, so big companies such as what do you think, software just, companies uh, or big companies in general? So, like, let's just say, excluding internet service providers, big companies that represent large followings like Amazon.com. Uh, any uh, sort of blog site or actually some of the blog sites are really kicking ass. So I take that one back, but like, like, like an Amazon, like a e-commerce, all of their traffic is online. All of the people, people not having access to internet will severely hurt their business, but we, we hear nothing yet. Uh, so that kind of, I guess that's right. where the question's going. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, to be fair, I mean, I hear, you know, on Facebook, they're pretty, at least they don't do that weird algorithm restricting stuff on certain people whenever they talk about this. Like I see it regularly on Facebook for my friends. Like I'm pretty sure Facebook themselves has a lot to lose if this thing goes through. Right. Uh, you know, on our news site, we see it everywhere. Right. So there is like, I feel 
and it could be one of those trending things that just happens, but they can very well, you know, restrict that. And we're going <laughs> conspiracy lane. But yeah, I do agree. Like I brought it up myself. Like why, why isn't Amazon? It, it's so easy for YouTube. them to kill it, right? In between the Twitch. Black, yeah. yeah. In YouTube or yeah. To kind of like blow it up and say, Hey, you know, uh, in between those black mm. Friday deals, <laughs> have it as a, Hey, in between those black Friday deals. right now, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, freaking! You, you saw the deal with Be- uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, right? Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, Bezos or Jeff, one hundred billionaire dollars. <laughs> like he just, he just, he he made thirty seven mm, billion this year? this year, right? Ugh. This year, so he he's officially the richest Way guy, one hundred billion dollars, right? Way, yeah, was rooting for Jeff. Thank God. So, yeah, like he has every reason to fight against this. You know, people who get that rich don't stop for any reason. <laughs> they just want to get more rich. For what? And so, yeah, the, on the Amazon front, you know, they had the craziest Cyber Monday mm-hmm. uh, weekend. If they really wanted to spend effort, it could have been very easily placed in between. Hey, you guys like purchasing stuff online. This is the bullshit they're pulling over at Washington. You know, go here. Here's a survey or or sign up, uh, sign and register against this and vote against it. You know what I would do? And I don't even want to say me personally. I'm saying if I was in those shoes, not Larry Charles, but I was Jeff Bezos. I'm in charge of a multi-billion dollar company. And I know that net neutrality repeal is being voted on. As it currently stands, I'm making $37 billion a year. So if it fails, I'm good. So what I would do is I would probably align myself with every internet provider and make some sort of deal to make sure that I can continue to operate business as usual if it passes. So like I would have some sort of priority lane access deal from from Comcast, Time Warner, little podunk internet provider to whatever Cox, whatever other cable companies out there that are providing internet in America, I would make sure that Amazon was good. And they have the numbers to prove that they need the fast lane access, but it actually works in their favor to know that the ISP is going to send them to Amazon versus Target versus Walmart.com versus... Yeah, I mean, that's true, right? They <laughs> The net neutrality and everything will benefit them either way, right? Because they have the funds to make them a priority. <laughs> they are the guys that will be buying the internet. <laughs> so that's the reason why probably they're kind of like half feet in, half feet out. Um, because they win either way, right? They benefit and they win either way. And, Dude, what, uh, what we need is you know, bank account neutrality. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. though, even though you're a billionaire, pretty much you are restricted to only yeah. be able to withdraw $2,000 a day from your bank account and you can never spend more than $2,000. Oh Jesus. Talk about heads rolling at that point. Yeah. You know, but right. Uh, so I, I, I can start, I can see where, the, the internet companies that have or uh, that has a service to mm-hmm. support social media, right? So mm-hmm. we're talking about Facebook, Twitter, we're talking Snapchat, about uh, WeChat. what else? Snapchat, yeah, and then uh, and maybe Netflix or whatever. So it'll be it's popular mm-hmm. for them to go out to say they're against this, of course, right? Because if they don't, then they're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. 
users very quickly. It's it's free that users are opting in. And it's free for them to opt out, right? To Amazon, it doesn't matter. Mm. People are going to buy shit. <laughs> <laughs> whether they're against this or not it's like amazon has great deals dude this is like yeah, yeah we're gonna need those off. deals even more <laughs> i got I, I need this blender right now right so yeah so i can see why there's some big uh internet companies that are are speaking out about this and some aren't like you said and i think mm. we might have just cracked this <laughs> within an hour <laughs> I, who who figured giving it some thought that we would have been able yeah. to figure this out. That Amazon, of course, would be fine, right? Uh, Jeff is just, you know, stroking his ego at this point, right? And so, like, he'll have a spare billion to give himself and his company a fast lane. And, of course, Facebook and all these companies, it'll be unpopular for them to not speak out against this. Um, but they too have the benefits of a fast lane pass, right? They have all the money in the world. So that's probably why you're seeing like a division, but not really like all these guys are, I think waiting to see what happens and they're good no matter what, like the people who are arguing are me and you who are paying and aching over our $90 bill a month increasing to yeah, yeah. 120 a month or whatever right every dollar we spend every month yeah. like hurts us in major ways right it's, to them it doesn't matter yeah. so it's one of those do we band it's, together uh, you know the smaller guys and fight against this or we wait for the big guys to figure this out and just decide what whatever the last thing that they want is for us to band together and i'm not going to just throw out an ambiguous yeah. day but like some billionaires are happy to share their wealth. A lot of them, a lot more of them are not, right? Uh, some companies are happy to do the right thing and make good products and to just let good business be good business. A lot more companies are more excited about nickel and diming and trying to figure out more and more creative ways to be competitive in business, but to get you to buy the product and then support the product with service or continued high emotional purchase points through the experience. Um, but what I will say is I do believe that I have a way that I think we can come together and actually try to fight this as divisive as a country is right now, Republicans, Democrats, mm -hmm. you know, young, old, you know, uh, this racial group versus that racial group, uh, all the different reasons why we're upset. There is a common thread that I, I don't think people have identified in this situation where every single person is going to be hurt from this. And the main thing is, if we just do this one thing, we actually have a chance of making sure that Congress hears us, or excuse me, not Congress, but the SEC members hear us when they go into the vote. But the key to actually beating all of this is to simply... Service interrupted. Data limit reached. Please contact your service provider and purchase additional bandwidth. Bandwidth. Bandwidth.